Good evening, everybody. After the latest episode of Doctor Who, Fugitive of the Jadoon, caught my imagination, I felt we had to get the Something Who team together for a quick chat about it. And if you think we're a little slow off the mark in this era of so-called hot takes, then I'm hoping we can corner the market for lukewarm takes. (laughs) So two brief promotions. Our episode three looks at the original Jadoon story, Smith & Jones, so if, if you want to catch up on that, look in our feed. And similarly, if you've got the bug for lighthouses after seeing uh, the most recent episode, we reviewed Horror of Fang Rock in our last episode, episode 10. Hello, Giles and Simon. Hello, Richard. Hello, Richard and Giles. Oh, hello. Yes, hello, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> very, very good. Now we've got the, uh, the, the politeness out of the way. So, Fugitive of the Jadoon by Vinay Patel and Chris Chibnall. So... Only three weeks after my complete history of the Time Lords, and we're going to have to revise that. <laughs> uh, so, so, so they're back. We've got a new Doctor, Captain Jack, and a beautiful TARDIS set. Um, uh, who is to kick us off? Well, this this series keeps getting better and better, doesn't it? Suddenly, I I find myself. I don't know how you guys feel. I'm, I'm looking forward to Doctor Who every Sunday again. Mm-hmm. There's so much. I mean, we've, we've called this a mini-podcast. There's so much to talk about here, so many ways in which the the story and um, 13th Doctor's arc could spin off now. What a fantastic episode. I thought it looked glorious, the cathedral setting. We saw a new TARDIS interior, and an altogether different TARDIS. That was, that was fantastic. There's so many mysterious things that could unravel now over the rest of the series. I, I thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. And it was... It was it was superb. Jodie Whittaker's getting better and better each week. Um, she had, I thought, her dialogue throughout was fantastic. I don't know how many surprises can you pop into an episode. What did What did you think, Giles? Oh, I thought, yeah, absolutely. It was, um, it's, yeah, pleasant surprise because I, I didn't. I must say, coming up to this one, I'd kind of heard the only thing that the only chatter I'd heard was a, a couple of people saying, "Oh, we're supposed to expect surprises." of some mm. sort or other. I think Nicky Wilson had made a tweet to that effect. I was completely spoiler-free. I don't know whether any of this stuff did get out. But, yeah, I, I must say, I was. I kind of went in thinking, oh, yeah, I'm not particularly excited by this episode. And, and it really yeah. really caught me on the hop. And it was, a, you know, great. Just like a, you know, wham-bam, yeah. You know, first the Captain Jack thing, then the, you know, and then you thought, hang on. That's uh, <laughs> that whole thing with breaking the light. That starts to look a bit. Um, I was thinking, shit, has she been fob watched? And um, <laughs> pardon my language. And lo and behold, and then I thought, okay, who is she? And then yeah, so it was a really good. Kept the surprises coming, and yeah, well, brilliant and completely yeah up the stakes on what I've really been kind of expecting from you know what we've come to come to get used to with Chibnall's era as we've had it so far. Mm. It was great. You actually had to watch all the way to the end of the story. You, mm. you know, they kept the who is the who is the fugitive going all the way through. Sustain. Mm. Uh, that's mm. people have had a dig at Chibbers and his writing, but mm. Chibbers and Vinay they they played a blinder this week. I thought mm-hmm. that the scripting was excellent, and I was absolutely glued to the screen. It was superb. Mm. Mm. So yeah, so so I mean, as as Giles was suggesting when I when I started to watch it, I mean, it looks like a a sort of RTD-esque, slightly comedy episode set set in Gloucester. Mm. I mean, nothing wrong with RTD's episodes. Uh, when we talked about Smith and Jones, we all kind of liked that one, as I recall. 
you, you know you've you've got nice early stuff with the tourists and and, and Ruth kind of trying to capture it. Nice cuts there. Mm. Um, the Judoon arrive and there's a typical kind of mayhem and there's there's comedy deaths, there's callous deaths. But you know, I mean, it, it, it's all very much of a of a piece with what you might expect with the Judoon involved. And then you know, suddenly great twists and 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 better, I think, than than the Master in Spyfall. And we thought that was pretty impressive to keep that under wraps to me suddenly this feels like a different show i mean where was this in in uh, series 11 mm. what, what 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 happened last year it, it, it's it's almost unrecognizable mm. um so so in one way you know you could say a fairly slight episode i mean that the, you, you couldn't say that the i suppose the envelope of the plot was particularly astonishing i mean you know you fun- fundamentally start off in in gloucester they there's a trip to the lighthouse they they go up to the Judoon ship in the TARDIS and then back down again. This, but but the you know fifty six years of history and a series of, of surprises gives it incredible weight, and you know a bold and and, and fresh approach and and you know daring I guess to challenge some of the things that we've held as as facts for a very long time. Mm. It looked beautiful. It looked exquisite as well. The the scenes inside the cathedral, even inside Roof and Lee's flat. That looked mm. great. The lighthouse was marvellous, and the Jadeen spaceship as well. Mm. The special mm. effects for that, that was superb. So I'm, I'm starting to think Orphan 55 was the real budget one. They tried to mm. toss us a bit of a curveball there because that was that was very down on the quality stakes mm. in all, all sorts of departments, but um, this was superb in all departments. Despite being filmed in South Africa as opposed to Gloucester, up the road from, up the, up the road from them in Gloucester. <laughs> I've, I've seen that lighthouses on somewhere on the Seven Estuary, I, I imagine, and I'm, I'm f- physically. Obviously, it makes sense for it to be. I'm just wondering, wondering about the physical location of that. But yeah, I, I, either that or maybe South Wales, if it's not too far mm. from uh, Cardiff. But yeah, I mean, I haven't really. I've, I don't really know. Mm. And a fabulous new um, Tardis interior as well. Oh, to that was at. gorgeous, wasn't Stop. it? Yes. Yeah. We've had these sort of steampunk mm. type interiors sort of Victorian steampunk for a long time where they look cobbled together mm, and yeah. I thought Jodie's latest TARDIS interior look that was that was pretty stunning but this was something else I, I'm calling a Dr. Roof this new Doctor yeah. <laughs> yeah I think that's fair I mean I, I think this is the best TARDIS set of the new series I mean it's possibly the best TARDIS set in Doctor Who ever I think I, I'm with you Richard I, I, that is how I'd that is how you'd take a a classic interior and do it in mm. this in this modern era. Mm, yeah, very Spot. much so. Yeah, that's how I I've always imagined. I've always thought, okay, I've you know, I've always had a thing for yes, you could do a, you could do the stark white. You know, go back to the something much more akin to the first Doctor's one. Mm. Yeah, great. Yeah, it didn't even occur to me. I was so bound up in the story that it didn't even occur to me until afterwards, where I, where I saw, oh, hang on, yes. Of course, so now we've had a black woman doctor. You know, now we've got a black woman doctor. It didn't even pass. You know, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we've we've done the the ethnic diversity thing as well. Yeah, it, it, yeah. it just amused me as as something that yes. you know, I have no. I you know I certainly am all in favour of it, uh, but um, but it just amused me that rather as with last year we were we were rather talking about well you know the fact that Jodie was Jodie was a woman. Doctor was all, was almost incidental. It really didn't occur to mm. us to to make any great play of that because you know yeah. for all that um, you know for all that yes we had some issues with her characterisation. None of it stemmed from you know she was as doctorish as you know mm. as any of the men. 
and you know there wasn't really any distinction yeah. there and same thing here well played Joe Martin I think yes yeah I mean Chibbers has, has, has kind of um, snuck it in hasn't he mm. oh, gosh the printer's going <laughs> never mind I, I think if, if we'd been aware that you know you, you've got a black actor coming then you might have a preconception about it but you know, fundamentally, you've got a, uh, a black woman play, and and you know, but she's just a doctor, mm. or, or or if she's a different doctor, and you don't really worry about it. And then by the time that it's happened, you know, it's too late to worry worry about whether you're going to like it or not. So mm. yeah, I mean, I think it's it's clever, and and you know, I, mean, I can't see they would have had a problem with it anyway. But I said, but you know, certainly, it's, I think it's a clever way of doing it. Mm. So it's all anyone's interested in, really, isn't it? It's the, the, Doctor Ruth's TARDIS, and now you know we can. The debate can go on for ages and ages, can't it? Where, where does Doctor Ruth fit in on the Doctor's timeline? Mm. You know who is who exactly is Lee? Is he a, mm. is he a Time Lord? Mm. Who's this Gat figure? Mm. Um, well, it was a shame. To, yes, it was a shame to see. I, I enjoy Neil Stuck in most things, so it's a bit of a shame yeah. to see him him get zapped. It was a good little sucker punch, and in a in a story with not too many guest characters, it did a pretty um. They did a pretty com- convincing job of pointing pointing at him and making everything point at him as being the being the fugitive. Yes, um, yes, they did. Right up until and and in a way that made sense within the context of the story because he was the one that knew there was something to hide, whereas you know whereas Ruth Ruth obviously didn't. So yeah, very 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 clever and yes, again it reminded me of the RTD era in many many good positive ways. And lots of little callbacks, but again, I, I just felt like it. It seems to have the right, light touch on, on the continuity side of things. It's it's there for those of us who know it, and it's increasingly callbacks to stuff that was early on in the new series. Which, let's face it, was yeah, it was ten, ten, twelve years ago. A lot of these things, so you know, there are going to be adults watching it now. who are going to go mm. bloody hell to things that they saw when they were seven or eight. They're getting called back to. Yeah, there wasn't any great danger of losing track of what was going on, except in the areas where they obviously wanted to focus the questions, if you if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to having something where they're firing mysteries at you right, left and centre, and, and you're not getting any resolution to anything, and, and you find yourself floundering and thinking, OK, which bits am I meant to be paying attention to and which am I not? Mm. Well, all of this series, the, the stories have been well told, mm. and you can follow them in that, 50 minute time frame they've all been well paced mm. from start to finish in the in the time span yes i mean even, and even, um i'm not mm. i'm a, you know old fogey that i am i'm not having to scrabble away and look on all the forums and everywhere just to work out what i've just watched mm. yeah it, it, it's written it's written properly now you can follow what's going on mm. and it holds your interest over to the next one you're looking forward to mm. the next episode yeah um even all from 55 yeah, if they if it dropped if it dropped the ball anywhere, I don't think it was actually, I don't think it was fundamentally in the script. I mean, maybe the script was a bit heavy-handed, but but it felt more like it was acting directorial and editorial editorial choices more than more than there being anything fundamentally. You knew what was going on all the time. Hmm. It was just possibly a bit a bit trite and a bit um and and had some acting stuff that was that grated. Well, yeah. Plus, the, 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 I mean, the science must have killed you. But anyway, uh, we, yes, we won't yeah, get into well. that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't laugh too much, Richard. You've got to reboot your history, Gallifrey. <laughs> uh, 
So, I mean, it, interesting. I mean, uh, so, you know, some little uh, notes in in the plot here. So, the the doctor spending hours looking for the master, mm. and and uh, you know, revisiting the this you're haunted, I suppose, by this image of Gallifrey in 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 flames, mm. and you know, not talking to to the companions about it, not um, not opening up at all, and and you know, eventually you get them having a council of war in the in the console room because they're brassed off with uh, cutting the, them out so so mm. you know that, i thought that was that was quite a nice start to it yes going yeah. into the episode that's not just the doctor hoping that ryan buggers off is it <laughs> <laughs> <Ignoring him. laughs> yeah. and they even remembered this week that yaz is a police officer so that was quite nice mm, true yeah nice nice character work i think jody they mm. you know they're, they're giving her some stuff with a bit of weight behind you know putting a bit of weight behind the characters and now and Obviously, you know, there's going to be yet more you know, after this mm. week. That's the frustration with Yaz. I mean, back to the previous series, that first episode, I think, was it the woman who fell to earth, uh, seeing Yaz as a policeman? That that was just totally underdeveloped after that mm. because mm. she's clearly a strong personality and a strong character, and she's just under every week, week after week, she's under scripted. But she got more to do in this one, and it was nice mm. to see the using her police talents as mm, well. Yeah. So, the lone Cyberman, uh, John Barrowman, oh, uh, well, Captain, yes. Captain Jack delivers this line, beware the lone Cyberman, don't give it what it wants. Mm. Although, interestingly, I mean, that, and of course people have picked up on that, but there's another line that he says, that he says, to, to defeat them, the Alliance sent this thing back through space and time. Um, I don't know who the Alliance is. Um, it, 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 whether that's going to turn out to be important or not, mm-hmm. it's Terminator esque, and I don't know. We've not been given we've, <laughs> well, we've not been given a great deal to to work from, and there's nothing wrong with. No. Yeah, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with. I mean, and let's face it, you know, it's not like Terminator was original at the time. Mm. The the plot was, a, as Alan Ellison could tell you, uh, <laughs> if he was still with us. Yes, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, God knows, God knows, with regards to what it's what it's mm. going to. Indeed. In port, though I have a you know I have my pet theory, but possibly we'll come on to that. But we'll you know again we'll see what we come back with. But yes, wasn't wasn't Barrowman a, um, a surprise and a, I think a nice one. Indeed, to, I think a nice one for most people. <laughs> it was just like, yeah. hang on, is that really that that voice after Graham arrived? See, mm. no, they haven't, have they? And, um, <laughs> oh God, it's him. Yes. And, yeah. um, yeah, and in a way, it's a kind of a nice fake because uh, you like you, I'd heard this whisper. There's going to be revelations in this episode, mm. and then you uh, or, or you know surprise, and you so you see John Barrowman's back, and you think, oh well, that's that's what they were talking about, mm. and so you're then even more off your guard when the later surprises turn up mm. in the uh, yeah. in the episode. So I, I was looking on um, just before we we did this. And I see that um, Chibbers has given an interview to the Mirror. And about Captain Jack, he says, you won't see him again this series, I can categorically tell you that. But who knows when he might pop up again. Mm. We love Captain Jack, we we love John Barrowman. I hope it won't be his last appearance, and that at some point he gets to meet the 13th Doctor. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, I I guess Chibbers is being truthful when he says that. So, So I guess this is just... A cameo for now, but there's with, with the uh, the opportunity for a, a, re- a return, proper return, maybe next season. Hmm. Oh, okay. Well, that's interesting. So, yes, I mean, I suppose he's fulfilled his narrative function of delivering a prophecy. 
Um, although, mm. <laughs> as someone said, when it comes to, when it comes to pro- prophecies and Captain Jack, I think I saw someone comment, he's, he's very big on useless proper- prophecies. I mean, assuming he was the face of Bo, then Ewanos <laughs> alone was not a great... Um, was no. not a great help to anyone, was it? Either. It could have been a wee bit more specific. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but clearly we are seeing the lone Cyberman, At least judging by the trailers, yeah, we appear. Yes. We appear. Yes, I think we can coming. expect to see the lone Cyberman this series. Hmm. So hopefully the whole thing's not going to be left hanging over. And does this hmm. does this link into the the whole Gallifrey um, master plot, or is that you know is that was that now setting something up for? Yeah, have we got two se- two separate plot things running on? There could well be two separate things. Mm. Yeah, I mean, they, don't, they don't they don't have to come together, do they? No. And certainly, all the Gallifrey that there was, other than the Ruth Doctor, of were blasted away in the course of that episode. Mm. So, you know, for all we know, there's only Ruth there. Although I suppose wherever wherever Gat has come from actual Gallifrey or parallel Gallifrey or whatever, mm. then you've, you've got to imagine that, uh, that that's that, that's out there somewhere. So there's another there's another thing in the, in the uh, mirror piece mm. that Chibnall says. So he says, the important thing to say about Joe Martin is she is definitely the Doctor. Mm. He says, there's not a sort of parallel universe thing going on. There's no tricks. Ooh. Joe Martin is the Doctor... That's why we gave her the credit at the end, which all the new Doctors have the first time you see them. Mm. John Hurt got that credit. Yes. And then he says, there'll be answers to some of these mysteries this series, but as ever with Doctor Who, answers often reveal new questions. It's all very deliberate. Mm. We're telling an ongoing story, and there are plenty of things in Doctor Who that change all the time, but I'm very aware of the history and very aware of the continuity. Stories are ongoing pieces of fiction. They develop and evolve. My job is to be bold with the storytelling and have fun. Mm. Well, I like the last piece. I mean, certainly yes, that's, yeah. that's 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 what we complained about last year as, as not really getting. Mm. So so that's good. I think that all sounds very promising, Richard. Yes, I mean, my my first thought, I have to say, on seeing the episode is that Ruth's Doctor comes from a from a different place. So she is the Doctor, but she's not the this Doctor. But Chibnall seems to be saying, no, no, she is this doctor. Mm. So that's, 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 well, I mean, I, you know, and, you know, to be honest, at the moment, I don't, I, I'm not going to worry too much whether she's a past doctor, a future doctor, or some other sort of a doctor. Mm. Yes. Um, if she's come from David Tennant's fingernail or, or, or whatever. <laughs> what do we think of Joe Martin as a doctor? I think she was good for what, you know, for, for the limited amount of time we got to see her. She appeared. Seems to be doctorish. They gave us and they gave us a nice little dialogue. I like the fact that she and hmm. Jodie got to have a little bit of an abrasive, yes, know, per, per trout and kind of yeah. yeah you're couple, right. It was a little bit of that. Um, yeah, that was very much like that. That was that's a good call, Giles. Hmm. Hmm. I'm, I'm like the fashion guy this week. I liked <laughs> <laughs> anyone who's seen me would know that's not true. Um, <laughs> I liked uh, I liked Doctor Ruth's costume. Uh, the round glasses were a nice touch, and the the colourful mm. shirt as well. So, yeah. um, I, I think I think you, you need to look at each Doctor, and look at what they're wearing, and they stamp their the clothes stamp the mark on their personality. Mm. So there's pl- I think there's plenty of interest there to Doctor Ruth. So mm. let's see where Chibbers takes us. Mm. Mm. Yes, 
I think the only thing I was thinking about with regards to discussion, and I'm, I'm just, I was just trying to do a roundup of what things have we, what theories have we seen put forward? I mean, one, I've, you know, there seem to be some people say, oh, she's, you know, it's like series six B. Yeah. So you know, <laughs> which would be a, which would be funny if um. If, not the way Terence envisioned it. Well, no, quite yes, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, unless she's buried it in the buried it in the house with the scarecrows, and then um, then gets chased. Oh, sorry, gets chased by the cartoon scarecrows from TV comic <laughs> at the end. Yeah, yeah. Who come to a, yeah, maybe come to round her up and take her back to turn into Pertwee. But uh, so there's that theory. There's the kind of pre Hartnell theory. Mm-hmm. So I guess there's brain and Morbius stuff that points towards that. There's other stuff that. I feel doesn't. I think that's mm. much as, yeah. I, I kind of feel like the the idea that, the idea that Jodie is the thirteenth, is somewhat ingrained. You know, the the mythology of how many doctors we've had, yeah. in terms of people that strictly count. I mean, there's there's just about space, isn't there? Because if if you take away the the tenant fake out regeneration, that you could you could slip another one into the into the um, original cycle. In, mm. in, yeah. But I don't know. I mean, whether that's it or not. Well, that's true. At the time, I remember thinking, okay, you, you know, they really had the choice of whether or not to wrap up and say, okay, Matt was the last of the original cycle, didn't they? Hmm. I feel like they didn't have to push that particular um, thing to be resolved in the fiftieth year, as you know, in the in that Christmas special. There was no reason that couldn't hmm. have been a a normal regeneration. Yeah. Based on you know. They deliberately fudge the numbers so that it did become the thirteenth. So what else is there? And there's, I think one of the most intriguing theories for me is is the whole thing of is this Cartmel master plan being rebooted, the whole thing, mm-hmm. the whole thing about the other or or whatever. Yeah. And has, and is that have they been, have they come back from you know is is that is it like the Doctor has been, has lived before, mm. and gone through several regeneration cycles or something like that, or has been resurrected. Mm. In the manner of Rassilon, at some previous time. Sure. Well, and, and in the week of the season twenty-six box set coming out, mm. I mean, you know, we're we're oh, good point. We're yes. uh, we're knee deep in Cartmel Master Plan. Mm. <laughs> Any crazy ideas, Simon? Oh, I've seen a few knocking around on on Twitter. I, I don't know if Giles was touching on the same pre-Hartnell one, but that was Doctor Ruth being pre-Hartnell and Lee being the master. Ooh. All right. No, I hadn't heard that. Better credit JR Southall with that one. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I thought JR. that was very clever. Hmm. That's an interesting thought. Definitely. Except he got blasted. Hmm. So the poli- the um, Time Lords catch up with Doctor Ruth and Lee, take them back to Gallifrey, brainwash them, and then they both they both manage to they manage to escape. I think mm. I think it, I don't want to ruin JR's theory now. I think they escaped then as Hartnell, mm. Doctor Ruth, and then um, Lee managed to disguise himself as Susan. Because <laughs> 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 um, so, oh. JR might have had tongue firmly planted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just to wind up the just to wind up the detractors and the naysayers, mm. but. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, that had me thinking anyway and chuckling. <laughs> My initial thought was hang on, okay, there's you know, it's interesting to see what what Chibnall has said because I suppose the mm. question is 
he's he's so notoriously tight-lipped it seems that you, mm. you think okay is he going to say stuff and deliberately lie as mm. you know as Russell T and Moffat clearly on many occasions did with great glee um in order to mm. in order to spin things a certain way which I have absolutely no problem with in regards to in regard to keeping storytelling mm. surprises but yeah but you kind of wonder you know you, you get the impression that Chibnall from his silence might be more of a might be take more of an attitude of what I'd rather not say and you know why say anything yes you know if I if I have to lie I could I could just keep my mouth shut and not say not say anything other than some blandishments and um before that because I was kind of thinking okay well if this is a Terminator-esque or well you know if, if the idea is there's this Cyberman when we've got this warning about the lone Cyberman don't give it what it wants mm. it sounds a bit like a you know sounds a bit like a deal with the devil kind of scenario and I'm wondering whether Jody is going to be offered some kind of scenario in which you know she gets to save the day or reset everything or something like that and out of that comes comes the, the trap being that it's a you know it would create a an entirely parallel time stream mm. out of which the do- yeah so somehow in which Gallifrey isn't destroyed and and Joe Marson is the doctor instead of uh, instead of Jodie as it were mm. but although of mm. course Jodie's just said that she's coming back for another mm. series so yes yeah um, well anyway. good <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. but no yes I know I, I'm imagining such a fate would be diverted and might create a kind of sealed off time stream but mm. I'm not thinking. I wasn't thinking about it as being a, a sneak, sneak way of the mm. springy regeneration slash car mm. switch onto us. But I'm, I was just wondering whether that might be the kind of story structure, you know, what what was going to happen. So she she would have come from an abortive timeline in some form or other. But mm. yeah, but what um, what Chibnall seems to have said seems to contradict that rather. Mm. Um, although I suppose you can always chop logic about parallel versus parallel universes versus you know different timelines, branching timelines are possibly a slightly different thing because it suggests she had the same past as as our Doctor up until a certain point. But it's going to be fun finding out. I think that's the uh, it is the main thing. So, so I think in the spirit of this being a a, a shorter one, maybe we might each have what you know one final thing to to say and then we might wrap up <clears throat> simon you got a final thought no, just to just to say that um i think the quality's definitely gone up and it's got us talking and exploring and imagining and expanding um the doctor who universe so um i think this series is going in the right direction on that note mm. yeah i i definitely have to echo that and you know it's it's nice to feel like okay you don't know where this is going and there's some there's some underlying plan and um and just a <laughs> very cheeky remark is just to say they they've rather neatly solved the um solved the one too many companions problem this week by sending them all to have a little mini adventure with captain jack <laughs> didn't they? yeah or they or they did it one sort of one by one with mm. one and then two yeah yeah i mean and i think you know we, we so we might find that next week's is is a fairly straightforward story and 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 this it gets paused for a little bit, but I think you know. Nonetheless, it offers us up the prospect of of resolution at some point in the future, and um, yeah, and, and and I think it it, it um, it's brought it alive for me again. It's 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 not going to be a a chore to be watching Doctor Who. It's 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 fun and fresh again. Mm. Yeah, all bets are off, and all the better for it. 
Great. Okay. Well, thanks. Uh, thanks both of you for coming out and, and sharing your thoughts with us uh, in this momentous week for the, uh, the program we're following. Thanks to you both. Uh, so, so, and thanks everyone for listening. It's, it's been good to see the response to our most recent episode 10. We, um, we got uh, good uh, download figures for that. And uh, I think if, if, if you'd like to continue to support us then if you go to the rate this podcast site uh link in the notes that accompany this um and uh, indicate your enthusiasm for the show that will help us to spread the word a bit further but thanks again and uh, we'll be speaking to you fairly soon bye for now Okay, good evening, everybody. And after the last... Is- <laughs> that didn't go very well, did it? Put your teeth in, Richard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, Fugitive of the G- uh, fugitive of the Jadoon. I'm, I'm, I'm struggling with speaking tonight. Yeah, sorry if any of my coughs and splutters have made it onto the onto the final edits. But, uh, uh, I, I, well, we'll see how... I've got the, the dreaded Lurgy. <laughs> Yakaboo! <laughs> <laughs>